Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 14th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors. And it looks like the Moody's downgrade uh, to the outlook for the US on the back of the uh, debt and political situation in the US had very little of impact at all in terms of US markets. Dow Jones closing up 55 points, helped considerably by Boeing, which got some big orders out of the Dubai air show, uh, 0.16% higher, 34,338. We had a high of 123 and a low of minus 77, so a relatively mild uh, and tight trading range ahead of the US CPI on Tuesday. NASDAQ was down 30 points or 0.22%, 13,768. And the S&P 500 pretty much unchanged, 0.08% in the middle for Diddle, down four points, 44.12. Russell 2000, unchanged, 17.06. And the VIX volatility index, just people buying a bit of protection before that CPI number, up 4.1%. 14.81 there. So not a lot of movement to say the least. Over in Europe, we did see uh, European markets shrug off what looked like a weaker opening with the stock 600 up 0.8, FTSE up 0.9, Germany up 0.7 and France up 0.6%. But uh, we did see that CPI number is very much the focus in the US. Headline inflation is expected to have grown 3.3% from 12 months earlier. It's supposed to be up 0.1% from prior month. But that Moody's downgrade on Friday having very little effect. Remember, it was only three months ago that Fitch lowered its US long-term foreign currency issue, a default rating to AA+. From triple A, we did see Treasury yields uh, ease back a little bit in the US. Ten years uh, down 0.8 basis points, uh, 4.638. The two years 5.035 down 3.4 basis points. Aussie tens 4.66 percent there. So uh, not a huge amount going on. There's no big surprises really expected out of that CPI number that we're getting. And economic news out of the U.S. Consumer spending fell in October, according to a new CNBC NRF retail monitor tracking card transactions. Uh, retail sales, excluding cars and petrol, fell by 0.8.08 of a percent. All right, looking at U.S. stocks last night, Nvidia up 0.6 of a percent, AMD down 1.5, Netflix down 0.6, Meta. Up 0.1. Tesla having a good night. Up 4.2%. Amazon down 0.7. Alphabetti Spaghetti uh, down 0.3 of a percent. Microsoft down 0.8. And Apple down 0.9 of a percent. U.S. banks slightly higher. We had Bank of America up 0.1. Wells Fargo down 0.3. Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley going in opposite directions. Goldman's up 0.4. Morgan Stanley down. 0.4 0.4 and City up 1.4. UBS overseas in Europe. UBS were down 0.7. Barclays up 0.9 and Deutsche up 1%. So 
So um, a little bit of movement at the station. Spy futures are showing a very, very good day indeed. I'm a little surprised about that. 68 points or nearly 1% higher, 7,028. We didn't have such a great day yesterday, down 28 points. But the market's showing it should push back above 7,000. But we do have a few things happening out there in our market today. And CBA is the biggest uh, thing out there, that is for sure. Uh, we have had those numbers out this morning. Their first quarter profit, $2.5 billion. And uh, they are seeing deposit competition uh, returning. Uh, profit margins were crunched again in the last quarter. Uh, they grew home loans and household deposits at below the average pace of the sector in September. And they did increase provisions for bad loans. Cash profit unaudited, of course, it is only quarterly numbers, $2.5 billion, uh, flat on the quarterly average over the second half and up 1% on the first quarter of last year for them. Uh, margins were contracting. Uh, the net interest margin for the majors was 1.9% in the first half, but this decreased to one84 in the second half. Home loan competition. And also, banks having to pay savers looking for a higher rate as well. They also booked loan impairment expenses of $198 million, but this only represents nine basis points of its total loans. And said overall credit quality indicators remained sound. And Matt Common had this to say about the Australian economy. It remains resilient, supported by low unemployment and strong population growth. Our balance sheet strength, combined with our strong organic capital generation, allows us to support our customers through challenging times. All right, looking at metals last night when we get to oil up 1.6%, $1.2780WTI up $1.53%, Gold also slightly higher, 0.45 of a percent, $8.70, Platinum bouncing back 2.9% higher as well. Copper up 1.5%, Nickel up 1%, Aluminium up 06 uh, lead and zinc both down tin unchanged. We have ton rather unchanged. Iron ore 0.23 higher, uh, and lithium continues to stumble lower, down another two percent for lithium. Bitcoin down around one percent, and the Aussie dollar 63.77 with the US dollar index down 0.2 of a percent. Overseas, as far as mining stocks go, BHP ADRs 0.6 percent higher, Rio 0.2 percent higher. Glencore up 0.8, Freeport down 0.7, Vale down 0.4, Albemarle down 2.4, Livent down 5.7%, Sigma up 5.3, and oil companies Exxon, Chevron, and Shell all up around 1% there. ResMed not doing much overseas, down half a percent, and CBA up 1.4%. As I say, we have had those CBA numbers out this morning. And uh, the market will make, I guess, what they will of those numbers. In terms of uh, other announcements out this morning, Alkane Resources has reported results of next stage of MET test work at the Northern Molong Porphyry project. And we have seen uh, Catapult Group reporting first half NPAT loss of 8.4 million versus 22.6 million uh, for a year ago. So that uh, is of interest to catch shareholders. Strike Energy also granted primary environmental approval for South Irregular 
Fields Phase 1, uh, 40TG uh, TD development. And Telstra has reconfirmed full-year guidance, total income 22.8 to 24.8. Uh, market was uh, expecting around 23.8, so slap in the middle uh, the estimates around uh, 23.44 to 24.41. So uh, underlying EBITDA, uh, they are talking now 8.2 to 8.4 billion uh, for Telstra. We are on the cusp of the Noosa Mining Conference. More details of that in Henry's take today. Uh, Gold Road has issued an investor presentation, reaffirms full year guidance there. Uh, for Greer Gold, uh, 320 to 350. Thousand ounces, all in sustaining costs of fifteen forty to sixteen fifty. Uh, Telstra has added uh, five new routes to intercity fibre project and the expansion of the fibre infrastructure assets across the Pilbara. OFX, uh, which is the uh, platform for foreign exchange, reports half-year underlying NPAT seventeen million bucks, uh, which is down around sixteen percent on a year ago, twenty point two. So uh, expects guidance uh, for second half of 24 to be stronger than the first half. And uh, that we're also seeing DeGray out this morning, DEG, the stock code there, reporting recent drill results from Diacon and Eagle deposits at Hemi. Deep Yellow has been initiated speculative buy at Canaccord Genuity. Uh, the target price there is $1.44. And we have other broker moves today. Elders downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. Target price cut to $7.95 from $8.40. Some ANZ moves coming through after the results yesterday. They fell 3% yesterday on those results. ANZ downgraded to neutral from buy at City. Target cut to $26 from $27, uh, which gives it only a 5% upside. Uh, more on those CBA numbers uh, a little later. And we have uh, also in broker moves as well. ANZ downgraded to neutral from overweight at JP Morgan. Target price cut there uh, to $25.40 from $26.50. TPG had a nasty old day yesterday as Vocus pulled out of that fiber deal they were looking at. Too complicated, too hard it seems. Uh, TPG upgraded to a buy from overweight at Jardins. Target remains $5.40 there. And in other news today, ANZ, another broker, uh, UBS downgraded to neutral from buy. Target cut to $25 from $26. And in further broker moves, just trying to see if there's anything else out there. Nothing as yet in terms of those moves. Today we do get some economic data with the Westpac uh, Melbourne Institute Consumer Sentiment at 10.30 and we get the NAB Business Survey at 11.30 as well. So that is something to uh, to be waiting for. Stocks in focus today. We should get uh, AGMs from Goodman Group, Michael Hill, the Jewelers, Bubs, Australia, Beach Energy, Resimac, Aurelia Metals and NABs will be trading ex-dividend today. So when you see the big fall in NABs, don't panic too much. Of course, we did see Macquarie go ex-dividend yesterday and they did fall further than the actual $2.55 dividend. So uh, certainly, uh, the, once the dividends are paid in some of these banks, the impetus and the attraction of the banks does wane a smidge. And finally, what must be the strangest news and shows that comebacks are always possible. David Cameron, the former Prime Minister of the UK, 
is back. He has now been appointed as the UK's Foreign Secretary. Now, David Cameron isn't even an MP, but under the unwritten constitutional laws of the UK, because the UK doesn't have a constitution, it does go back to the Magna Carta of 1215, signed at Runnymede. But uh, under the unwritten constitution, uh, David Cameron can become Foreign Secretary because he sits in the upper house, the House of Lords, as he was made a life peer for his services to Brexit. Well, that's it from me today. Plenty going on. CBA will be the highlight, of course, of the day. Uh, market reactions to the banking results have been a little muted, to say the least. Uh, but certainly, uh, we'll see how that one pans out today. ANZ were down 3% yesterday. We'll see if we get a little bit of a rally there potentially today. And, of course, we have got a little bit of positivity from the Dow, if nothing else, to go on. And that SPY Futures, which, to be honest, uh, is a little uh, strange. 61 points at the 8.30 close there. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.